Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Twins and Rays play game two of the three-game set tonight. And all weekend long, we're remembering the 91 world champion Minnesota Twins. Some great memories of that epic World Series one of my favorite moments right here. Puckett swings and hits a blast. Deep left center, way back, way back. It's gone. The Twins go to the seventh game. Touch them all, Kirby Puckett. Touch them all, Kirby Puckett. And the Twins have won this game four to three on a dramatic home run by Kirby Puckett. Wow, what a moment, and the man who called it joins us on the line, the longtime voice of the Twins, John Gordon. John, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing very well, Steve. Uh, great to talk to you. My gosh, we go way back. Uh, it's been a quite a, a while since we've had an opportunity to talk, but uh, I can remember when we were doing Saturday afternoon football scoreboards, for crying out loud, <laughs> right. along with doing Twins baseball among uh, Many other assignments that were given to us by uh, the leaders at CCO Radio. Yeah, we'd heat up the hot stove in the winter months and that sort of <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. We, we don't need a hot stove today. It's a beautiful day here in the Twin Cities. But, John, I know being back in town and, and remembering 91, it, it's got to bring back a flood of memories and seeing the players. And that, that call of Kirby's home run in Game 6 – for me, that that stands out. That's got to stand out in your long career is a is a great moment. Well, you know, baseball historians have said that that home run uh, is one of the fifteen home runs hit in the game, uh, top fifteen home runs hit in the game. So, uh, I think that alone will tell you about the significance of you know being there and having the opportunity. And, you know, Steve, I've said so many times that I'm just so grateful that the call came out the way that it did because (laughs) it was such a dramatic moment and uh, unexpected. I mean, certainly you you don't anticipate uh, in the 11th inning of a game as intense and as exciting as that game was that Kirby's going to step up there and hit a home run, uh, you know, which he did. But yet, uh, fortunately... uh, if you'll remember, the, the left field uh, area had the plexiglass still up. Uh, the ball carried over the plexiglass and was hit in the white shirts. Uh, it, it definitely was not an easy call by any means, but uh, I'm just so thankful and, and feel so blessed that it came out the way that it did. And, and it, 
it did, you know, I feel, and I hope the fans felt, uh, you know, uh, lifted uh, to the drama of, of what the home run was all about. I mean, it was, uh, as I stated, one of the top 15 that's ever been hit in the history of the game of baseball. Yeah, and, and what what a World Series. I know we, we, oh. we think about Game 6 and Game 7 and, you know, Jack in and, and Game 7 and, and Gene Larkin with the walk-off winners uh, scoring your eventual play-by-play partner, Dan Gladden, to, to win the World Series in 91. But that entire World Series was just every game was a nail-biter. It was extraordinary sports theater. Yeah, it really was. It, it, it was a, you, you, you had a storyline for every one of the seven games, which is quite unusual, you know, because uh, there could have been a, a blowout game along the way. There was one game that I think, uh, and I was doing some studying just to be able to recall some, you know, memories of the entire series that was a, uh, you know, a, a big win for the Braves in Atlanta, but it was a game that it, it was late in the, in the game when the Braves put it away rather than, uh, you know, early in the game. So uh, it was just amazing the number of one-run games, the extra inning games, the uh, excitement and the intensity of uh, each of the games. And still to this day, people will tell you that the 1991 World Series was more than likely the most intense, exciting World Series that's ever been played, uh, you know, in the game. And there have been many, many seven-game series, but, uh, one that was really none other like uh, the one that the Twins and the Braves were in. Yeah, what, what what a show they put on, and the Twins ultimately prevail. And John, early in your Twins career, you were part of the '87 w- World Series championship team, and then again in '91, y- y- you got spoiled early in your Twins career <laughs> with those two world titles. Yeah, indeed, uh, it was uh, you know really something. Uh, the very first year, of course, was my first season with the twins working with herb in 1987 and then in 1991 uh, you know herb and i were together again and uh, and had the opportunity to uh, you know to work yet another world series and of course herb had worked a, a couple of world series before that but you know it, it's just amazing that uh, the twins had the success that they had and and so many people have said uh, steve and i and i believe it to be true there was such a difference between you know, the 87 club and the 91 club, uh, the, the makeup of, you know, the pitching staff, uh, uh, the way the Twins played uh, in the field versus the way they played in the field in 91, and, you know, just uh, a number of things that were totally different, and yet uh, they were two World Series championship teams. John Gordon joining us, longtime voice of the Twins, and right off the top you heard his great call on, Kirby's home run to win Game 6 and propel the Twins to Game 7. Jack Morris, his heroics, Gene Larkin join, uh, driving in uh, the winning run. But, John, this season, and, and we heard an interview uh, in, in the lead-up to this weekend with, with catcher Brian Harper who said, you know, that this club got off to a slow start in 91, and it, it wasn't looking too good. And then they got on a roll and went on, I believe, a 15-game winning streak that really propelled them to the division crown and ultimately ultimately uh, the World Series. Well, if, if you'll remember, Steve, the 87 team, they won at home, but they couldn't win on the road. I mean, right. it was amazing, you know, that, that they even got to the playoffs, let alone win a playoff series against the Tigers to get to the World Series and then win the World Series. But the 91 club, you know, they, they really got red hot in June, uh, and that's when they put together the win streak. And, 
and that you know that just kind of propelled the team to uh, knowing that it was worthy and it, it had the ability to to win a, a World Series or a, 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 the ability and the desire to get to the World Series, and uh, they just put it together. And I, I was I, I'm trying to think. I guess it was Scott Leis. I saw him this morning and, and had an opportunity to chat with him some, and he he was uh, you know just talking about the fact that this was such a close knit team, and it really was. And I, I didn't know that much during the year because, you know, I mean, I, w- I was the broadcaster and was with the club, but I certainly didn't know the, you know, the innards of the clubhouse or the dugout or some of the things that the players would do when, you know, when they would get together on road trips. But they were very, very close-knit, and that's what it takes. It really does. You you have to have, you know, the uh, the teamwork, and you have to have guys getting along, and you have to have, uh, situations where you know guys need help, somebody could could bring that guy along and and turn him around and help him, you know, be a part of the club that that was winning, and it was very uh, interesting to watch that develop because, like you said, it was a slow start. But once they got cooking in June with a win streak, uh, there wasn't really any stopping the team to get to the playoffs. You know, my wife and I a road trip to Kansas City to see the early stages of that winning streak. We had no idea. We just went down uh, to, at the time, I believe it was called Royal Stadium, now Kaufman Stadium, of course. And there was a rain delay on a Saturday night. Twins won the ball game. Chili Davis hit a big home run. And then the next day, it was a blazing hot Kansas City Sunday. And I'm sure you remember it. And Scott Erickson was just lights out in that blazing heat on a Sunday afternoon. And they won the ball game 4-1. to one, And that kind of sent them on their way. And I always remember that about 91. As a Twins fan, being there to see the early stages of that win streak get started in Kansas City and and uh, how great they played on that Saturday night and the thunderstorm delay and then coming back the next day and Scott Erickson, and it was hot. I, I was so happy we were able to sneak up into the shade <laughs> at Coffin Stadium that day. But, you know, I, I, I wanted to circle back around, John, before we run out of time, and I know you're busy today and we appreciate your time, but, you know, you, you, you think about that, that call we played a year's Kirby's game winner in, in game six, a walk-off, you know, Kirby Puckett, the the heart and soul of that ball club, and he's no longer with us. And I'm sure a lot lot of lot of memories shared about Kirby this weekend. Oh, without question. And you know, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, uh, you, you talk about Erickson's pitching performance, and I yep. I can't say that I particularly remember that pitching performance, but that was the type of thing that this ball club could uh, you know could pick up on. Uh, and it might have been Erickson's performance that. Sunday afternoon that really got the team, you know, turned around. But then there could have been a Chili Davis home run, or there yeah. could have been a Kirby Puckett five for five game, or there could have been, you know, Shane Mack uh, delivering in an extra inning game to, for a game winner and a walk off win. It, it could have been just pretty much anything that that really w- was the team concept. Uh, you know, I, I was looking at the summaries of the seven games in the World Series and Mark Guthrie. Uh, Terry Lynch, uh, uh, Leach, uh, 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 Carl Willis, uh, you know, sure. there, there's all sorts of names that Al Newman that just, you know, they kind of pop up and say, my gosh, uh, that, that guy was a contributor. You know, that guy was uh, uh, at one time was uh, so red hot that he, you know, he picked up Gary Gaetti when Gaetti was slumping or he picked up, you know, Ken Herbeck when 
Herbeck might have been struggling just a little bit. And then, boom, Herbeck got it going, you know. And then, boom, Gaetti got it going. And, you know, then, boom, you know, Gagney was making sparkling plays in the field. And, and all these combinations of the talented players that were on the field for the Twins, they just would come into the fold for wins that uh, led them to the World Series. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, Kirby's catch and oh. home run and in, in game six. And, you know, he, he had that ability and was elected to the Hall of Fame and left us way too soon. But, you know, what what a performer, what a talent, what a unique uh, character he was in the history of the game, John. Yeah, he really was. And, and you know, he was uh, such an ambassador to to the game of baseball alone and and then, you know, such a, a big help to, you know, to the, the Twins and the Twins fans. And, you know, for the the electrification, uh, the electrifying moments that uh, Kirby would bring, the, the fans just loved it. I mean, they just would pick up on it, you know, and they couldn't wait to come to the ballpark to watch uh, Kirby and his teammates. And not that Kirby was the lone factor of that team winning a World Series. No, it was many others. It was Chili Davis and Dan Gladden and Brian Harper and, you know, Mark Guthrie and Rick Aguilera and, and Kevin Tappany and Scott Erickson, you know, all the, the good players that they had on the team. But, yes, Kirby was the one guy that, that they could really count on to, you know, to pick the ball club up when it needed to be picked up. And, you know, he was just a, a marvelous baseball player in all aspects of the game. I mean, he just did everything that uh, was an enjoy, enjoyable to watch. And so, you know, you couldn't help but be, uh, you know, you felt like you were, were right there with Kirby. You know, you were you were a member of the of the of the team because of the way Kirby, you know, his magic that he had with the fans and the magic that he had with the media and everybody else. It, it was really something to watch him uh, perform and not only on the field but also off the field. And then, of course, Jack Morris in Game 7. Just one year with the Twins, but what a year. Yeah, he had a fantastic season. And, you know, he was... He 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 was just such a gamer, such a competitor. I mean, it, I don't I don't think there was anybody really that competed as intense as Jack Morris did. And and I always always remember just a little, just a tiny little thing about Jack Morris when he was pitching with the Tigers. He told me how much he loved to pitch at the Metrodome because there was no wind, you know. And he said that was just so much of a pleasure. And he said people don't realize what it's like to be. Sitting on the standing on the mound and on a windy day at uh, you know at Chicago or a, a windy day in Kansas City or Cleveland or what have you, how difficult it is to you know to be able to pitch. But when you got to the Metrodome, oh boy, you knew when you were sitting on top of the mound, you felt like you know, you you were the king. And he he was an intense competitor. And of course, the story's been told and told and told about TK out there visiting you know and. 10th inning and, and Jack not giving him the ball and and uh, continuing to pitch on and ended up uh, you know going the complete game and winning for the Twins. Well, John, it's uh, always good to visit with you. I hope all is well with you and your family and uh, good good to chat. Yeah, it's great to hear your voice, Steve, and to, and to talk with you and uh, many others. I know there aren't too many that are still walking the halls of CCO when. You know, we work together, but nonetheless, uh, it certainly is great to be able to be on the on CCO and they all have the opportunity to talk with you. I really enjoyed it. Thanks very much. All right. Take care. There he is, John Gordon, longtime voice of the Twins, and that great call at Kirby's home run to win game six of the 91 World Series.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.